Hi, it's Ryan. Thanks for listening to We're All Mad Here. I'm inviting you to support us on ACAST Plus, the membership program built into the platform we use to publish this podcast. Memberships start at $5 a month, and your support means we get to make this show and feed our kids. It'd be awesome if you considered supporting us today. Link is in the show notes. That's it. Enjoy this episode of the podcast. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. It's officially the day. Although you would not know it because there's very, very limited coverage. I don't know what's going on in our community to recognize the day. Haven't heard. Haven't heard anything. I think there's some stuff on the weekend, but, you know. Yeah. Not sure. But so we're going to mark the day. We're marking the day. The We are Indigenous and we're being Indigenous today. We're going to have tacos. Yeah, not, not... Are you making... I could make Indian tacos. You can make fry bread. Indigenous. Ta- I'll make fry bread. Indigenous tacos on. Ind- yeah, let's do that. All right. So we're going to make indigenous tacos and be be indigenous. And we're going to raise our, our little tribe of Indians over here and feed them and take good care of them. Because that's what Indians do on Indian Day. Welcome. We're all mad here. You know, I feel a way about seeing people saying like, oh, it's summer solstice. Like, yes, it's summer solstice, like respect to that. But but not acknowledging like it just feels weird to 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 just see people celebrating that and not even aware that it's indigenous people's day. Yeah, I mean So the work's not done there. The work's not done and the work was incomplete and this was always going to be the case. Reconciliation was optional and most people opted out of it. I think people really really overrepresented the actual work that was happening and painting this picture that all of Canada was on board. Most of Canada was not. The bit of work that did happen in the name of reconciliation was was good and was done with good intentions, I'm sure. But that work is now squarely found in schools, mm-hmm. inside of grade grade school and uh, high school. We tried to create mandatory course requirements at university and colleges. Those have been largely rejected. We tried to indigenize institutions. That didn't work. And... Where we are today, I think, is squarely past reconciliation being the project in Canada, and we're 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 just we've just skipped it, and and there's not even like it ended, and it's not like it's still going. You'll you'll find it in bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, well, I think this work falls back on communities now. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it. I am. Yeah, and communities that largely don't have the answers mm-hmm. communities that are largely struggling with what to do. I mean, part of the work that I do in public speaking keynotes and presentations is trying to help people direct their energy toward the right thing. And the fundamental start is build a relationship with the indigenous people in your town or city. Who's around you? Whose land are you on? It all starts there. And and for the most part, why I get called to help people do that is because people don't know where to start. And so if we're still 
just doing that work, at least we're doing that work, but that's honestly where it is, which leads us to why what we're doing is so exciting today. It's so exciting. And it's like, I really appreciate being in a relationship with someone who like is such a nerd, like, like, like is equally a nerd who is excited about a project like this. Like it doesn't, here's what I love about us is that it really feels like a team. Mm. And so it was your idea. Mm. And then I was like, you were all on board, but it doesn't feel like, you know, you're dragging your spouse or your partner along to like, do this cute thing with me. It's like you and I were fully on board with this. Fully on board. Debating, changing. Yeah. And it's our, like, you know, when people talk about what they can do to participate in, in, in issues and causes and, you know, and for us, this is reconciliation that we are, that we are participating in or and decolonization, and decolonization that we're participating in. Like there, you know, this is our, this is our offering. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a small one and it's, it's starting from a place that I think won't last long. I think that this project will evolve and change through time and, and it won't look like it does today. Yeah. You know, three months from now and, and it's just exciting. So it's just, yeah, it's our humble, it's our humble attempt to, to, to offer something to our neighborhood, to our community for a place that they can come or a place where they can, they can engage. That's right. So what it is, is I'm building a sweat lodge in the backyard and I'm giving out Indian names to white people for $2,500 a piece. Send me an email at getyourindiannname at gmail.com. That's not the project. What is? Oh no, those, that sounds like sounds like we could be going on a vacation soon with that one. I like twenty five hundred per. Like we should consider this. No, yeah. what is the project? Tell tell our listeners what the project is. It's our decolonial little library. People can find us on Instagram. Where decolonial little library on on the IG, and yeah. you can see our you can see our logo. And uh, not much else. Not much else. We're, <laughs> we're 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 starting an Instagram. So if people want to add us and follow us over there at Decolonial Little Library, and we knew we wanted to do this, but we didn't know how. Yeah, and it's also like I just want to say it's quite little. Yeah. So it's it's it is humble and it's sweet and and it's genuine. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wonderful little project and. I think like we've put a lot of heart into it and a lot of good intention and good spirit. And I think that's what makes it so special. And that's why I'm smiling. Like You I, are smiling. It's really sweet. Yeah. I, I really like what we're doing with it. And like every little decision from the curation of the books to to thinking about children's books and perhaps putting some records in there and and a QR code for people to scan to a website and to, to look at documentary lists and podcast lists and every, other things. Like, we're really putting a lot into it. And it, it started as nothing. It was like, well, we could try it, you know. Yeah. We Googled around a little bit and found out it was going to be a lot more work than we thought. And uh, we, we, just, we, did, we went on an adventure to go find our little... <laughs> box container a receptacle thing. yeah <laughs> is that what the right word yeah yeah it's a it's a our holder our library a, it's a book holder box yeah thing. so we decided to record actually thanks to john thompson for the idea he's like you're what did he say to you you're gonna you're gonna record that aren't you we, we never would have but we did so tell everyone where we're going all right so we 
we walk around our neighborhood with the baby and it's a mental health thing and it's great for us and great for the baby and we see all of these free little libraries so cute so cute um and the other day we actually grabbed two little books for sam uh they were like old school sesame street books and we were like well we got to pay it forward so on our walk we just we just kicked it around and i said why don't why don't we have one of these as a way to pay it forward and then next thing you know you and i were googling uh mohawk longhouse free little libraries to see if these existed and they do by the way link in well, the no, show notes no they're miniature like like nerd diorama oh. things but we thought when we bought our house we talked about how we wanted to do a little library and obviously not a major priority <laughs> fell down the list so so we've kind of always had this idea and then we said well why don't we do the decolonial little library for indigenous people's day june 21st and we're on a journey now we googled like let's just buy one pre-made because we're lazy and not terribly cheap but then they're then i found that they're like start at 500 dollars and realized i am very cheap so we put a pin in it for about a week we were kicking around design ideas and yes we thought about well if it's decolonial then it should be a longhouse it should be a uh, a wigwam your dad mentioned a teepee and uh so we've had these design ideas and haven't really landed on anything. We just said, well, let's just keep our eyes open and we'll see what we see. And then you hit Kijiji and now we're driving to Richmond Hill, which on our map, and it's Friday, and on our, our map, uh, it tells us that our travel time on a Friday afternoon from Hamilton to the other side of Toronto would be two hours and 23 minutes, which is what we're doing. Friday traffic, Friday cottage traffic, because down here in southern Ontario in Canada, uh, a lot of folks that live around here drive to the cottage on a Friday, and we're on their path. Also, did we mention, because I zoned out for a minute, did we mention what it is we're picking up? We didn't. Talk about bury the lead. Is this a bury the lead situation? It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Is, <laughs> okay, we'll do it over. Anyway, in an effort to save money and time, because also Indigenous People's Day is like five days <laughs> from now, uh, I started Googling, you know, utilizing Pinterest as I do, and I found these like alternative little libraries, and one of the options was, is re- was to repurpose an old newspaper box. So we found on Kijiji an old newspaper box that we're going to pick up in Richmond Hill. Anyway, some of this will be interesting. You got so mad that the map is talking that you've handed over the phone and you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. There's a, there's, there's a, there's a glimpse into Madeline's personality. Um, uh, so, so in an eff- so let me get this straight. In an effort to save time and money, <laughs> we're taking a two and a half hour drive, one way, to pick up an old newspaper box. Do people know what a newspaper box is? Do they still have these? 
They're around. There's one at my mom's place in yeah. the lake. Like you put the quarter in and then you open it and it's got copies of your local daily rag in it. That's what we're going to buy. I don't know how much research you've done into this, Ryan, but there's a whole cult-like situation around these libraries. And if you go online to like myfreelittlelibrary.com, you can order your own library's like serial code number. Have you seen that? Yeah, like they want... Yeah, you you register them with the website and then you are now officially a free little library according to the organization which uh, uh, which is interesting but I, I I think the other thing that you were looking at which is actually really cool is getting our own stamp yes we're going to stamp or emboss all of the books that we put into the library with our little decolonial little library logo which I think is great uh, but we're we kind of we're kind of bumping on a few things which is like do we ask for these books back is it like hey like an actual library hey you can take this out there's no due date we won't do due dates because we're not we don't have that much time to track this it's stuff. decolonial right <laughs> yeah so you take it for as long as your spirit and it's for as long as the eagles allow you and then uh, but then bring it back and then our ask is like take it enjoy it bring it back and let someone else do the same so with I think with the stamp when people see it or the embossing, they'll say, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing something different. I'm doing something good. I'm going to bring it back. And yeah. I hope, hopefully that gets us our books back. Otherwise, we're going to spend a lot of money at the, the bookstore refilling this thing every Yep. Yeah, because the thing is, like, we are actually a bit, like, protective of our own books. Well, you've lent, you've lent people books. And didn't get them back. And didn't get them back. And I've definitely lend people books and take them back and you know what I can honestly say in that library out of all of the books that I brought to our relationship those are all mine there's not a single book that I've never not returned I'm a book returner this is the same for me I mean I may have taken some for my parents but that doesn't count because they came from my childhood home like I just inherited them really so they're mine yes my theory about lending out books is that when you lend out a book, you're excited to lend it. The person receiving it isn't that excited. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess I could read that. Like, it's very rare that they are like, oh, I need that. Can I borrow that? I think when you really want a book, you just go and buy it or actually go to a library. So when you're lending out books, like, they don't come back because the people you're lending them to don't really care, put it on a shelf, forget that they even have it. Well, and... And... The onus is on you, the lender, to say, I really need that book back. And if you're the borrower, and if you're just kind of like bored and think you might bring it to the cottage at some point, don't take the book. Write it down, put it in your notes on your phone, and go get the book yourself. But if you're if you're like, I need to read this or my head will explode, go home and read it in a week and then bring it back. Like yeah. there's you know, there's there has to be rules here, otherwise we're gonna be a family without books. And so so we're we're going through the list and of, of our own books and kind of thinking like, well, I do have two copies of this, but I have two copies of this for a reason. One of those books for me 
is uh, Thomas King's Truth About Stories, which he turned into a, a, a Massey lecture a number of years ago. That book I've given away, I've probably paid for a full vacation of Thomas King's just on the number of copies of this book I've bought and, and given away. It's a favorite gift I give to people. I have a couple of copies and I've been thinking about like, am I putting this in the little library? And I, the answer is no. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've got the audiobook. I've got, I've got, I think two or three copies of it at our house. Yeah. I don't, I don't want. We also have duplicates. We have two copies of Half Breed. But one of them is like an original. Yeah, we found the original the other week. Yeah, so we're uh, not putting that in. Yeah, uh, we have a few. We have a few copies of the Bible. We'll put that in. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of those. How did I end up with that? It's. I think everyone. It's a, it's an interesting question, God. But I think everyone should have a copy. This is a fucking. It's a good story minus the ending. You know. Like, Ending's a bit disappointing, but I think the, the stuff is there's a good story in there. I just know the hits. Like I'm I'm not into the deep cuts when it comes to the Bible. <laughs> so the other thing, because we're kind of like not sure about if our books are gonna be found in the library or not, we're also kind of thinking of like how we're gonna populate the little library and in what ways we're going to curate it. Is it curated? Are we just going to take what we can get and, and put them in there if they fit the decolonial lens? Are we... We've talked about a QR code and people can find a reading list that may not be in the little library, but we recommend. If so, who's curating that list? Like, this project has basically been like, we're on a walk, we borrowed some Sesame Street books, and now we're opening a bookstore. Essentially. Yeah. You sent me that article about indie bookstores. This is the whole thing. Their indie bookstores are booming. We're we're in the we're gonna go buy a building. We're <laughs> gonna we're gonna sell our house, live in the building. I've been really thinking about what this looks like because we are quite loyal to the local bookstores in our neighborhoods, right? Yeah. I th- I yes. We can't be competing against them. We don't want to compete against them. Uh, you mean us opening a bookstore? Yeah. Well, well, we're not opening a bookstore. Okay. Are we're well? Stop the recording. No. Um, um, I think there's a way actually to work with our local bookstores, and that is like maybe they want to curate a list and and donate some books to the to the little library, and then we say this. Uh, little library supported in part by X bookstore and that gives people you know the the heads up that they should go visit their local bookstores and yeah. get in there and spend some money because you know what like now for me as a as as, as someone that's got a book deal and, and, and talking with my agent and publishers like more and more now you can just go buy books at Shoppers Drug Mart you can buy books at Walmart you can buy books at the grocery store like so and I, and that's great for authors and and I can tell you my agent tells me all the time how my upcoming books need to be able to be found in the shoppers drug mart but Costco. And, and Costco yeah that's the big one that's the big one and like I don't know I I've never bought a book at Costco um, never bought a book at shoppers I I like to go into the local bookstore and so we're gonna try to find a way to compel local bookstores to 
give us a few books to put in the box and then um, and it will direct people back over there because we love our local bookstores we do because it is like that community experience right like you could go to Costco get your you know bulk bread and grab a copy of whatever's on the bestseller list but then you don't engage in the process of literature and thought and ideas and that's one of the things I love about the bookstores like so there's two that we go to one around the corner from our house and one a bit further away but worth the drive and like I like talking to the people behind the desk I like I like especially out in Westdale at King West Books like the owner there talks about his process in buying for the shop and if you look at that table it's so exciting because you can actually see like the titles may not have any connection to each other subject matter wise but you can almost see like where his mind went as he was buying these books and then you talk to him about it and he's so excited about it and that's what you don't get from an indigo or as I can still call it (laughs) in the year 2023 chapters and a Costco and a shopper's drug mart. Well, and, he, and and that table is is an exciting uh, piece of that bookstore. And it's like the books are always rotating in and out. And like there's a reason, right? That And, and there's a lot of local uh, authors that are featured on that on that table, um, depending on, you know, what's what's being demarcated in, in Canada at the time. So this month. Uh, Indigenous People's History Month like are there more Indigenous books on the table it's really exciting and and what you get from chapters slash indigo is like Heather's picks and I don't yeah. know I guess Heather Reisman I guess I could imagine her uh, reading books I guess she probably reads books but uh, she must have to I don't know I mean her assistants probably for sure do but are they Heather's picks? And by the way, I don't care either way. I'm sure Heather Reisman is nice. No, no lawsuits. Uh, but I'd much rather know that the local bookstore is curating these lists and talking to other booksellers in other cities and kind of like, hey, what's what's doing really well where you are? And do you think that might sell here? And I, I, I love all of that. And it, it's... it's um, it's why we're so we're committing to that as a as a way of launching this this project. Hi, this is Madeline. This is the part of the show that you're going to push the little circle arrow thing and skip because it's not the actual show. But before you do that, can you do us a favor and just rate, comment, subscribe? Doing any of those things, or all of those things, in fact, would really help us boost this show. Thanks so much. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Um, So, can confirm, we are the proud owners of a green plastic newspaper box. (laughs) Yeah. And the person we bought it from has 200. So should anyone be interested, we know where to find some. He warned me it's first come, first serve. He gave us some tips because they're light, they're plastic. He said, big storm, blow away, no problem. (laughs) I didn't use an accent. Oh, we're leaving this in. This is very interesting. I didn't use an accent. I I I gave you a quote. I I didn't. 
And now, now I feel bad about what I said. I said, <laughs> why don't you re-record it? I refuse. I'm not that person. <laughs> I said, big storm, blow away, no problem. I changed my voice a little. Maybe was, I now I just did an accent. So back to our green bin. We. It's not a bin. <laughs> it's a green bin. It's it's a bit underwhelming. It's green. Do we have to paint it? We have a project now, for real. Yeah. I'm excited about it. We have a real project. Um, To you, dear listener, why don't you, in the comments of this post, uh, on Substack or wherever you're listening, why don't you uh, email us your book suggestions, your decolonial little library book suggestions and if you send a suggestion that we use we will send you a little Amazon gift card an Amazon gift card we're not sending an Amazon (laughs) gift card I'll have you know that right now (laughs) your face well I I kind of wasn't listening until you said Amazon (laughs) gift card it woke me out of my zone. Oh. It's not going to be an Amazon gift card. But maybe we'll send you like a little... A book? A, a book or oh maybe not a book. Like we don't have a budget to be sending out anything like a book right now. But maybe a sticker. What? If we get stickers printed for our little library. We but also we're not supporting Amazon in that way. Well, this is why, you're, this is why your face... This is why your face made me laugh so hard because you you personally want to murder every billionaire in the world. And, this is true. And the Amazon thing was was a joke. Uh, and but I got the rea- I got such a better reaction than I thought I was going to. It's it's, it's overwhelming. Um, oh, the baby wants an apple. What we can send out, I think. I, what I'm going to say. We haven't talked about this, but so this is live in the mix, in the recording, it's staying in, is we are going to send out, we're going to personally select a book from from our collection of books, and we're going to send you a book. Oh my God, this place in Vaughan is called Eagle's Landing. There are no eagles out here. Wow, shots fired at Vaughan. Bra-da, bra-da, bra-da. Yeah, there's no eagles landing. I'm, I'm certain of it. So that was really exciting. I took a photo of you. If you want to see the picture, um, it'll be it'll it'll be somewhere. it'll be somewhere. We don't have a website yet. We don't have anything. Um, we don't have anything. We're gonna go get some spray paint and see if. Yeah. We don't have spray paint. We don't have a budget for Amazon cards. What else don't we have? (laughs) (laughs) So we are. So there's our clunky. Well, it's a it's a a recording in a car with the baby watching a DVD. Yeah. And us driving out into the 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 suburbs of Toronto to find a piece of plastic. Yeah. To put our books in. Yep. And um, we're launching it when? Well, we wanted to launch it today, but we have a baby, so it's a bit delayed. So we're going to go for Canada Day. We're launching on Canada Day. We'll, we'll have... 
June 31st. June June 31st forever. Yeah. June 31st forever. Um, and uh, we'll have more on Instagram. We'll have more on this feed about our decolonial little library. We're working with um, uh, my uh, literary agent to uh, call on publishers to donate. And we... We went out to Value Village to grab some books, and we've curated some used books for it, uh, which yeah. was really fun. Um, I don't think you and I have been to a Value Village together. I can't remember the last time I've been to a Value Village, but that was an exciting adventure. It was exciting. Sam really cleaned up. Sam really cleaned up. He he uh, he had a great time. So so we're putting a lot into it. Um, if you want uh, to reach out to us on Instagram and let us know what books you think should be in there, if you want to donate books. Um, if you want to be a part of it and start your own little decolonial little library, this project will be evolving, I'm sure, through time. And we look forward to sharing more about it. Yeah. Feels good. Decolonial little library. All right. Well, that feels like an ending. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Sign off, Mad. Signed off. Mad. Jesus Christ. Mad out. Thanks for listening. That's better. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're All Mad Here. I hope you liked it. If you did, tell everyone you know about it. That helps us out a lot. The other thing you can do to help out the show is consider becoming a member of the show on ACAST Plus, our membership platform. Memberships start at $5 a month. Click the link in the show notes and join us today. Your support means a lot to us. Thanks for listening.